This is the show that pulls back the industry curtain. We're exploring pop culture, music icons, and food gods. It's the Jeremiah Show with Dr. D. Broadcasting from the HJL Hospitality and Evolve Studios in L.A. And KZSB AM 1290 and FM 96.9 Santa Barbara. Or somewhere from the road. He's opened and fixed more than 200 restaurants, bars, nightclubs, hotels, and neighborhood joints around the globe. He's an industry driver, an author, and a columnist. He's a restaurateur with legendary rock star Mick Fleetwood in Fleetwood's on Front Street in Lahaina, Maui. And he's your radio host. And now, back from a race around the sun, Jeremiah Higgins. Dr. D, how are you, my friend? We spent eight and a half hours together yesterday creating one of our best shows, I think, ever, our our story on Anne Heche. I'll be honest with you, it did not, seriously, it didn't feel like eight. And then it feel longer. Uh, we were so much in the zone. We were real, just flowing with it, uh, and it was so much fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and uh, I didn't know if I could handle eight and a half hours with you, but I, we, I, lived, <laughs> I lived through it. <laughs> uh, yeah, check that show out. It's oh, our last God. show up on. Uh, it's on podcast. It'll be airing on the radio this coming week, actually tonight at mm-hmm. nine p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is my personal story of Anne Hayes, who is a good friend of mine, and uh, a lot of audio from her that's never been released that she sent me to my cell phone. Some text messages don't worry i didn't share anything uh that shouldn't be shared it's a good i, Nothing I think tawdry. It, Nothing i think it tawdry. came out really great and it has even and and a little here's my setup for today's guest a lot of great music yes oh absolutely a lot of great music in this and show. a lot of great music today oh my god i i'm so okay so my favorite time of year. What would you think? You guess my favorite time of year is. I would say fall. Fall, yeah. Yeah. You know me well enough now uh, in eight. ten seasons. And me too. Yeah. Uh huh. Fall. So it fall, but you know what marks the fall for me? Uh, football season. You would think that. <laughs> <laughs> and probably a normal person should should, should use that as his answer, okay. answer. But my answer is that the voice is back. The voice is back. The voice on the is it on NBC that you hear is back. <laughs> oh, voice yeah. is back on NBC and Peacock, which is the way That's I right. watch it. I watch it on Peacock. I'm a streaming guy. Um, but yeah, it's back. And uh, wow, what a great what a great kickoff. Uh, I, What's really fun about today's show is that we have six of the artists on the show. Oh, cool. One after another. We got to keep this train rolling. Um, and, and, and again, this is not, I'm not giving anything away because I know nothing. Who knows? One of those six could be, you know, but well, we don't know. We don't well, know. This is kind of cool, actually. We, we haven't mentioned that. this on air, but Girl Named Tom. Yes. That was our first guest last season. Uh, and I predicted they were going to go all the way, and, and they went all the way. They so went all the way. I don't know if I'm going to predict anything today. I'm just going to listen. Okay, let's get right to Do our it. first guest. So happy to have him on the show today. Uh, well, yeah, before I do that, I probably better set up the voice a little bit here. Good idea. Season. Yeah, just in case you have, I don't know where you've been if you haven't seen it, but uh, NBC's The Voice has four music icons. Uh, 
They compete, Dr. D, I don't know if you know this, as judges, and they find and they transform America's inspiring voices into music's next phenomenon. Camila Cabello uh, goes for Bold with Blake, John and returning coach, um, John, that's John Legend. Of course. Mm-hmm. And returning coach Gwen Stefani, my favorite. I love having when she's on. You can watch new episodes of The Voice on Mondays and Tuesdays, 8, 7 Central on NBC. And Peacock is now streaming uh, your favorite NBC NBC shows like The Voice. And you can watch season 22 of The Voice now. America's best undiscovered talent goes head-to-head on teams led by four, like I said, of today's biggest music icons. They playfully compete against each other while mentoring in search of the next superstar. The next superstar could be on the show today. We're going to get to know all of them. All right. So that's The Voice. Again, it's Monday and Tuesday. It's 8, 7 Central on NBC and streaming on at Peacock TV. You can watch every performance. If you go to their Instagram page, there's a link directly there. You can tell your old man you do some largemouth fishing another time. Just got so much on play, baiting cast the line. You can't always put a rain check in his hand. What's your name? Where are you from? Jay Allen. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. Been there about 10 years. Originally from a small town in Iowa called Cedar Falls. The delivery of that lyric, it's such a conversational song. In order to stay on pitch and get through the lyrics and then hit those powerful moments, man, that's tough. And you sounded great doing it. I mean, I loved your tone. I loved your approach. Thank you so much. I didn't expect to turn around and see a UFC fighter singing it, but that's even cooler, man. I'm a nice guy, I promise. I loved your voice on the verse. I felt like you delivered it in a way that felt really honest. In the chorus, I felt like when you go for those big notes, it can sometimes get a little bit yelly. Which is not a color, by the way. That's like... <laughs> yeah, that's not yellow. But um, I thought it was awesome. Thank you, though. It's nice to meet you. 
Like, he taught me so much about country music, and I got to be on two number one country hits with Blake Shelton, which was just the most incredible experience of my life. And it made me so joyful to recognize that song when it came in and, and to hear your voice on it. It was so beautiful. And the chorus, I thought it sounded really good. It was a really good performance, and I would love to coach you. I know music, I've toured the world, I know how to do this show, and it's kind of a two-for-one, because I'll just ask him if I have uh, questions, uh, so it's, it's fine either way. <laughs> you wish. Anyways, I thought you did a great job, and I would love to coach you if you want to be over here on Team Gwen. Thank you, Gwen. So, within country music, there's a lot of different lanes. You put yourself in more of the outlaw category. My pops introduced me to all the classic legends, and uh, my mother listened to country music. I love uh, alternative rock. Wow, I might have a chance I would here. love to do like Chris <laughs> Daughtry meets Blake Shelton. Okay. Whoa. What made you pick that song? I relate to it because uh, my mother was diagnosed with what's called early onset Alzheimer's when she was 51. She passed away in 2019 at age 54. I'm sorry. Uh, I wrote a song about it. I'm proud to say that song that I wrote has now helped raise close to $50 million to help fight against Alzheimer's. Oh my God. Cheers, wow. like chills, everything. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Well, can we hear a little bit? Yeah. Play a little yeah. bit of that too. There's a voicemail that I keep. I listen to it just to hear you speak. Hey, son, turns to silence just like me. Well, how do I get you, babe? If I could only seal the cracks you're slipping through Wish I didn't feel so helpless when it comes to helping you hold Ooh, on Great lyric So I keep holding on To every little memory made of you and me Every little glimpse of who you used to be I know you're still in there Deep down somewhere I swear I still see Between the blank stairs. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, Jay, I'm just so impressed by you and the way you use music to tell your story. I think it's so powerful. And we're so fortunate to have you on the show. So thank you for being here. I look up to you very much. Thank you. You've got to pick between these two lovely people who happen to be married to each other. Um, <laughs> please tell us who you'd like to be your coach. Blake, I'm a giant fan. I respect you so much. Oh, no. Oh, no. But I have to choose your wife. Jay Allen is first up on the show today. The gentleman is uh, 36 years young. Cedar Falls, Iowa. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nashville, Isn't Tennessee. Isn't it like the, the breadbasket of America in that Iowa? Every, Ohio, you know? everything, comes, everything good comes from there. Yeah. Including Jay Allen. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, now, uh, we talked to him a little bit before we started the show here. He flew into Nashville, Tennessee 
He's looking sharp. Check him out on the YouTube channel uh, of the Jeremiah Show. He's looking looking good there. I love those tats. Um, Jay, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Jeremiah. Doctor D, good to see you, man. Uh, it's good. To, it's good to have you. It's good to have you. And thank you so much for. You've got a lot coming up right now. Not only the voice, but you know, Doctor D, he's, he's getting married here. No, nine days from now, oh. October first. Oh wow! Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, it's coming up quick. I, I, I remember during the filming process, we were also planning a wedding. So I, I'm glad to see the finish line approaching. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry. That's the starting line, buddy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. You no, might not. <laughs> Can I choose a new answer? <laughs> Can I call a friend? <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, before we go on, tell us about your wife. Give her a little, little you know. Yeah. How uh, much I love you, honey. <laughs> Her name is Holly Morgan. She's a country artist as well. She signed the EMI Records here in Nashville. She literally is, I mean, she's younger than me, but she's ins so inspiring to me. She told her mom when she was 12 years old that she wanted to skip college and move to Nashville to be a country singer, which she did. And uh, now she's had her first single go to country radio. And uh, she's had a great year. I could not be more proud of her. Oh, wow. You guys are a power couple, power music couple. Uh, Sounds like that's cool. like that. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Two great cool. people have yeah. found each other. I like I like I like when a story comes together. Like mm -hmm. that, don't you, Doctor D? Mm -hmm. um, Jay, you've got a you got a, a you've had a uh, a good life, right? I would I would imagine you'd you'd put it that way, but a very um, some challenges along the yeah. way. Yeah, we've, all, we've all had our challenges and, and spent time in the valleys, right? I definitely spent my time in the valleys. Um, but I've learned if you just keep your head down and have your faith and work hard, be nice to everyone, eventually you'll come up to that mountaintop. So this is one of those mountaintop moments right now, which I'm, I'm really, really proud of. Um, and I'll share the story, but this song, Blank Stairs, that I wrote for my mom who passed away from Alzheimer's, it, it kind of got another moment the other night. And, it's a really beautiful, we turned something that's so sad, you know, devastating to me and my family, but we've turned it into something really beautiful to help a lot of people. So I could not be more proud of it. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sorry for your, your loss, Jay, uh, of your mother. I know uh, she was everything to you. Um, how is her, her life and, 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 and growing up with your mother and her battling Alzheimer's, how, how did that, inspire you drive you uh help you discover the power of music and how that could help others how you could put your message put a message out there and um also i'm sure put a big smile on your mom's face very proud yeah i appreciate that uh well my mom wasn't diagnosed with alzheimer's until she was 51 so i was actually already living in nashville doing the music thing when i got that phone call from my dad i'll never forget that phone call he said um Jay, I feel like it's my obligation as your pops, as your dad, to let you know that your mom called me this morning. She had gone to the same place of work for years and years and years. She was an embroidery technician. And uh, she had pulled over on the side of the road crying. And she called my dad and said, I don't know where I am. Please pick me up. And that's kind of how it all started for me. You know, uh, I didn't know anything. I was very un uneducated when it came to what Alzheimer's and dementia is before that happened to us. Um, 
I think it was so devastating to me because my mother was like the greatest mom of all time. I know we all say that about our moms. If you had a good relationship with your mom, she literally not only raised me like I was the center of her universe, but the center of the universe. I was a cocky little kid because of it. You know, so I think that was the hardest part. It really, it didn't just, you know, break me down, make me sad. It, it really upset me when my dad finally brought her to Nashville um, that was another really hard conversation where he said, Jay, I, I feel like before this progresses any worse, we want to get your mom there to Nashville to spend time with you. So they made that 10 and a half hour drive from small town, Northern Iowa to Nashville. And every two hours he would call me and he would say, Jay, prepare your heart. This is going to be the hardest thing you've ever had to go through. And I was like, man, what are you talking about? Well, you cannot prepare your heart for your own mother, you know, especially a mother that raised me the way that she raised me. Um, to walk in the door of your home and look right through me like I was nothing, like a stranger. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, uh, I, I'm usually the, the the fight, not flight type of person, but in that moment, I, I wanted to run away from it. It seemed so surreal, like this can't be happening to us type of a situation. So I took her out to a well-known venue in Nashville to go dancing and drinking and whatnot, kind of let loose and get away from the situation. And I've heard about the power of music. We were talking about the power of music, right? I've heard about it, but never experienced it until this moment. We opened up the, the door to this bar, the Sutler Saloon here in Nashville, and there's a band playing. And people that have dementia and Alzheimer's have a really glossy, blank look in their eyes. They're really not present. The moment she saw the band heard the music, she got that sparkle back. She was trying to talk and dance and wanted to go inside. And so me being, oops, my bad. Me being the oldest, um, I have two little sisters, two little baby sisters. If there was always an issue, I took care of it. I handled it. And uh, so I saw that kind of change come over her, took advantage of it, grabbed her by the hand, pulled her to the front of the venue. And we started slow dancing to a fast song. And the band kind of caught on to what was happening. Literally the only two people on the dance floor. And they slowed slowed down the music and started doing this really worshipful thing. And um, I felt my mom lean in and she took this deep breath and she just goes, oh, Jay, I've missed you, son. I love you so much. I was just like, <laughs> oh, my God, uh, you, just, you, just, away. you just put a uh, knife on my heart. <laughs> uh. yeah. I was like, man, I got my mom for a second. And uh, that's when I experienced the power of music for the first time. And that's when I really, I think, the inspiration for this song. And then it put a fight in me. Where in that moment, I was like, there's a way to get her back. I'm going to do it. So they stayed with us here in Nashville for about two weeks. And I did everything in my power to get those moments back. I, you know, just to get her laugh or smile or, I, you know, I don't know if you can put this on a show. I had her smoke weed one time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but, uh, it's legal here it's in legal. California. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Did that help, by the way? Did that do anything know, it, for Alzheimer's it did. for her, it did. her mind? It did. I, I, uh, I stand behind it 100%. It, it calmed her down and, and made her kind of just, it, it's such, she's, she was so anxious and just yeah. agile. They did, um, it just eased her nerves um, and we could actually have a real conversation if she was just a little stoned, to be honest. Um, Jay, so, how, okay, go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. I want you to finish your train of thought. It's a fascinating story. I, so, uh, um, so touching. They're there with us for about two weeks. I saw mom a few times and, you know, I'm, I have all these emotions in me. I'm a, I'm a songwriter. So, they shut the door to go back to Iowa. I'm standing in my kitchen in Nashville and I'm just like walking around my house crying because I, 
I have to work really hard at writing songs. I'm not like my fiance Kylie. She literally wakes up at three o'clock in the morning and writes a whole song. I don't know how she do, does it. I work my butt off to write a song, to craft a song. But that day, it was just a gift from God. It was given to me. I had a whole chorus. And the hook line was, it was something really positive. It, it came out of this sad experience with knowing I'm losing my mother. But the hook line was positive. It was, I still see you in between those blank stairs. I still see you. I saw you and I'm going to fight for you. And, uh, man, I wrote that song in a couple hours with a really good friend of mine. It was just me and another bearded dude, a good friend of mine, Jason Nix, crying in a room on Music Row. We wrote that song that day. And uh, when you're, I was signed to a publishing company at the time, Sony. When you're signed to a publishing company, basically you write songs every day and then you turn them in and you pray something happens to them. Someone hears it somewhere. I get a call three days later from the head of Sony. He said, mm -hmm. Jay, you don't know this, but I lost my dad to Alzheimer's and I know what this song Blank Stairs is about. I took care of him for five years before he died. He said, I would love to get this in the hands of some very important people if you make me a promise that every dime that we make, we give back towards the fight against Alzheimer's. I said, yes, sir. Before I knew it, it was being played on Sirius XM the highway. We're getting calls from the National Alzheimer's Association. I started playing galas all around the world the very first uh, that was back when i called it galas but i found out very quickly I was <laughs> that's um, what i call it i didn't know thanks for i learned something right now the very first one we played it was in san jose california and they called it a celebrity gala i had no idea what that meant i showed up in a t-shirt and like ripped jeans and drinking a gin and tonic in the back of this place when Brad Paisley, Kim Paisley's wife, gets on stage and invites me to come on stage and sing Blank Stairs and tell my story. So mm -hmm. I'm just a normal guy. So I got up there and started telling my story. And I looked down I'm like, oh, shoot, Garth Brooks is sitting right in front of me. Those are the, like the level of human beings that are in this room. And I was like, okay. So I did my thing. And the uh, first time I'd done it in a room like that at a gala. And, man, I just I told the story. And cried my way through the song and um, another like experiencing what was about to be a very powerful song and the power of this song was in that moment everyone in that room no matter how famous they were how much money that they had made how successful they were we all stood up and cried and hugged each other it was this big beautiful moment that night we raised millions of dollars to fight against Alzheimer's and that was like a domino effect man we just I just started touring my face off and playing benefits and fundraisers and galas all around the world. And, uh, and you know, in a couple of years time, I'm proud to say we actually did a fact check and we found out that the song was actually raised closer to a hundred million dollars. Wow. Um, <laughs> wish I could go back on the voice and say that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, we'll get it out there for you, my friend. Yeah, I'm guessing that you, know, you he, don't sing the song without tearing up anytime you sing it. It's one of those things where, you know, people ask me all the time, how do you do it? How do you sing that song, tell that story all the time? And for me, it's become a mission and a ministry. And so I just bite the bullet and do it with the help of a couple beers. That's <laughs> 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 how we do this show. Well, <laughs> when, I, when I look out in the crowd and I see tears in, in people's eyes that I've never met before and they see the tears in my eyes, it's a time of connectivity and healing and community mm. and it, i don't take it lightly it's very important to me and like i said it's become my ministry and my mission so it's a really beautiful thing to me beautiful thing uh, i have so much i want to ask you and talk about um i'm going to get a couple of them in here because i i know we're we're on this time schedule uh, i could talk to you for hours about this and i love the i love the mission i love that it, that um the story it's so beautiful 
uh, Jay, and I really appreciate you sharing it with us and the listeners. Um, I do. This is great, great news, uh, and it just came in today. After Jay's blind edition during uh, Monday's premiere episode, Jay Allen's song, Blank Stairs, rocketed to number two on the iTunes country chart and number six overall on iTunes. That is incredible, Jay, overnight. I mean, since Monday. That's just incredible. Congratulations. Hats and, off, buddy. Yeah, Hats off yeah, to you. And, and, and that the gentleman, uh, the, the head of Sony, is he still there? That took it, you know. That that reached uh, out to you. Now he's now he's over at his name is Troy Tomlinson. Now he's actually over at Universal Publishing. So mm-hmm. yeah, I know everybody. Everybody moves around every two years <laughs> in the entertainment industry at the top. Yeah, um, yeah every every couple of years. You, yeah, you got to keep your tabs on people because you never know where they're going to end up. Yeah, sure. yeah. But uh, I, I, thank you for putting his name out there, and thank thank you to you. Uh, you said Troy. Troy Tomlinson, yes, he's yeah, become a really good friend. Thank yeah. you, Troy, for uh, for reaching out. What what a story! How one caller, one person that connects, that that hears you, that gets you, that understands. You know how what a difference you can make. If it's over a hundred million dollars, or if it's ten dollars, it has helped, and it has gone to a, a, such a great cause that so many of us, um, you know, have at home with loved ones or parents or grandparents or family members. Um, it's just beautiful, beautiful. And the power of music. I mean, there's so much here to talk about. Yeah. Um, like I said, I wish you had more time. You're going to have to come back on and do a full show with us, Jay, uh, and, and continue to spread the, not only your music, but the good word here on, um, you know, on, on Alzheimer's and fighting Alzheimer's and how you've helped out. Your mother has passed away. Would you, would you honor us with uh, dedicating your interview to your mother and, and giving her, us her name, her full name, if you don't mind, yep. if you do? That would, that would mean a lot to me. Um, yes, her name is Sherry Lynn. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I'll spell it for you, just, you know, S-H-E-R-R-Y, new word, Lynn, L-Y-N-N. You've uh, done some media media before, haven't you? I can tell. <laughs> Thank you for doing that because I will put her name in our when we post this episode, and, and I appreciate that. Jay, um, like I said, please hang out. We're going to listen. We're going to play for you now here when we go to break. The song we're talking about, uh, this this huge hit by by uh, artist Jay Allen, Blank Stairs, for his mother. One last question. Um I, I'm fascinated by the power of the music that you mentioned earlier, and, and although we don't have enough time to get into that on this on this interview, uh, would you recommend that for family members? Do you think there's something there with the music uh, that that brings back um, memory and and feeling? Yeah, one thousand percent. I mean, it's proven to be the universal language. Um, you know, uh, I've seen studies where in care facility centers, they'll just put headphones on someone that's gone that hasn't even spoken in years, but plays like one of their old, you know, favorite songs or a, a song that will jog memories from their childhood. Something that brings up a feeling of nostalgia. They'll bring them back and they'll smile and try to engage and talk. So it's been proven. There's been a lot of studies on it. I mean, people go to school to be music therapists for a reason, you know, which is, um, yeah, there's more to that that you all will learn later on. Um which I can't tell you about. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if, it's it's such a frustrating disease, but if you want to ease it, 
take them to a show. Maybe even if you got to sit them in the back of the room, um, turn on their favorite record, and you'll be amazed at what happens. I promise mm. you. Mm. Uh, great. Uh, Jay, is Alzheimer's Foundation of America who you associate with? It is, uh, it's called the National Alzheimer's Association. Okay. Well, I do have Alzheimer's Foundation of America website up. It's alzfdn.org. Um, do you have another website that you also, or is that yep, the right? Uh, a lot with them. Um, mostly I work with the Alzheimer's Association, and it's just alz.org. Okay. Um, help. Help for today, hope for tomorrow. Uh, music is the universal language and can be a healer for so many things. Uh, it has helped you, Jay Allen. I know that. And uh, we, we love what you're doing with the music. We can't wait to hear more. Uh, we're going to play for you right now, Blank Stairs. We'll be right back with uh, Orlando Mendez from The Voice, Season 22. Jay, again, you're welcome to hang out or you can say goodbye and go take a nap. I know you're tired. <laughs> I, I always say I do, one last question. I do have another interview right after this. Oh, you're, 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 you're line, line them up and knock them down. Last, real, real quick question. What are you most nervous for? Your upcoming wedding? on October 1st or performances on The Voice? <laughs> uh, equally both. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a great right now. <laughs> great season, great artists like Jay Allen. Thank you so much, Jay Allen and uh, artist on The Voice season 22, NBC. We'll be right back and you are listening to The Jeremiah Show and uh, the new song that is number two and number six overall on Apple uh, music, blank stairs. Here it is. Okay, I just was wondering what what you're doing, and I wanna ask her. Um, uh, I'm to say happy. Um. There's a voicemail that I keep. I listen to it just to hear you speak A sun turns to silence just like that No, I love you all goodbye Like you saw the phone in your hand and you didn't know why It's crazy how you come and go so fast Oh, how do I get you back? If I could only see the cracks you're slipping through Wish I didn't feel so helpless when it comes to helping you Hold on So I keep holding on To every little memory made of you and me Every little glimpse of who you used to be I know you're still in there Deep down somewhere I swear I still see Between the blank stairs It's the first thing that I think about When I wake up and when I lay down It's the last thing I feel crawling through my mind I'm still trying to understand it Sitting next to you Holding your hand and hoping you won't fade away this time Just stay a little while Please stay a little 
cracks you're slipping through Wish I didn't feel so helpless when it comes to helping you Hold on, so I keep holding on yeah, Every little memory made of you and me Every little glimpse of who you used to be I know you're still in there Deep down somewhere I swear I still see Between the blank stairs It's getting harder and harder To watch you disappear Oh, you're falling farther and farther And leaving me in tears If I could only seal the cracks you're slipping through Wish I didn't feel so helpless When it comes to helping you hold on But I keep holding on Every little memory made of you and me Every little glimpse of who you used to be I know you're still in there Deep down somewhere I swear I still see Yeah, I still see Hey y'all, my name is Jay Allen. Thank you for watching Blank Stairs. This song means the world to me. It's a song I wrote for my mom who's suffering with Alzheimer's. If you would, join me in the fight against this horrible disease and go visit Abe's Garden by clicking the link below. Thank you so much and God bless. Mr. Restaurant is a tasty new segment on The Jeremiah Show. Host Will Knox, renowned restaurant real estate specialist, serves up a fresh look at the restaurant business. On the menu, celebrity chefs, startups, operators, deal makers, designers, and those are just some of the appetizers. Look for all of Mr. Restaurant's shows. Tell your smart speaker to play The Jeremiah Show, Mr. Restaurant. Hi, I'm Shadow Stevens. While I'm doing this and that and the other thing at the very same time, I'm having a great time on The Jeremiah Show, the greatest show in the history of the world. For the love of God, subscribe. No, seriously, subscribe. Welcome, Los Angeles. The Jeremiah Show is now on Radio Candy Radio. Discover a world of emotions, your digital radio. The Jeremiah Show airs 10 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. RadioCandyRadio.com. Hi, I'm Mariel Hemingway, and you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. I've had a large mouth last bus, smiling a couple beautiful girls. They'll be goodbye. Trucks break down, dogs run out. Politicians lie, been fired by the boss who takes one man. Got the things I count on. Well, there ain't much man that ain't never let me down. Take some 
My name is Orlando Mendez. I'm 26 years old out of Miami, Florida. He has a slightly different country accent than I was expecting. <laughs> Orlando, my name is Blake Shelton, and I'm from Ada, Oklahoma. He's not from Miami, I'm Florida. I'm an eight-time voice champion. I'm a member of the Grand Ole Opry and CMA Entertainer of the Year. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. How you doing? The man. But I am not from Miami. Okay, well, you, when you've been a coach 22 times, you're have, bound to win I don't eight. have the country roots that Camila has. I gotta be honest. <laughs> you know I'm from Miami? We're actually from the same part of town no in Miami. No way, tell me more. So my brothers went to your high school. Palmetto? Palmetto Panthers, Senior High. Panthers, baby, you're not a Panther. <laughs> what did they say she was like in school? Was she mean then also? <laughs> So, is country music your thing? Country music's my passion. I've been listening to your songs since I was a kid. All right. Aw, cute! But uh, I've come from Cuban roots. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing this a long time on this show. Too long, some might say. Some may say too long. Others may say I'm just getting started. I'm a country artist. So am that's, I. That's all I've ever cared about being. I personally like being put in a box. I love that. If you feel the same way about your direction and if you want to be stubborn about it like I do, then I'm the coach for you, buddy. Tell him now how you can float around genres. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say that. Can I have a little spotlight thing? How did you do that? 22 this seasons. This show's rigged. <laughs> what button did you press? It's in my contract. Get, get the mute button ready. <laughs> All right, well, you know what? I can do it without the glitter. Um, Orlando, I turned around first because that's something that I've really been looking for is somebody with a really special tone that I can hear on the radio. You said, you know what? I'm Cuban, and this is the kind of music that inspires you, you know the kind of artist you want to be, and I would just help you on that journey. Absolutely. I like things that make me feel, and your voice made me feel today, and I would love to be your coach. Also, can Blake say, like, que bola, sere? Can Blake show you all the spots in Miami? Does Blake know about that life? He doesn't, man. <laughs> I'm basically country now as well. Like, I've gone country. As the performance went on, you got better and better. Once you saw everybody turning around, your star came out. And I could just see how excited you were that I'm here in front of Blake Shelton, one of the greatest all-time country singers ever oh in the God. whole world. Blake is amazing, but I would love to be your coach. And outside of the genre, let's just talk about the show. It's a lot of pressure connecting with the cameras, the nerves. I feel like I could really help you with that, and I would love to be your coach. I was actually on a singing competition show. And you know what? If you want to make an unpredictable, cool choice, I think you should be on my team. But before we move on... I will never get to talk, apparently. <laughs> Poor John. Well, I just wanted to ask him, what kind of music do you want to make? Do you want to be put in a country box? Like, this is what we call like, the filibuster. That Orlando, tell America right now, do you want to be put in a simple country box like Blake? Or do you want to be put in a cool country around? box? Excuse me, I'm talking over here. Blake talks a lot. One of the things that grabbed my attention was, do you want to make an unpredictable choice today? You could predictably pick that very crowded country box that Blake is trying to cram you into. Suffocating in there. You could go with somebody because they're from your hometown. That's not why he would go with me. Now that's predictable. Also, you could go with someone who's married to a country star and has country number one hits. Or you could do something that no one would expect and join Team Legend. 
That was good. <laughs> Orlando, who do you pick as your coach 305, baby? This show makes me so happy, Dr. D. We're, I love it. We're talking about The Voice. Yeah. We're talking to the artists on The Voice. We're talking season 22. 20, I think we've been... 22? In, yeah, haven't we been involved? I can't remember, but since like season 17, 16, 17? At least. Yeah, yeah. at least, right. Um, uh, go to Instagram and follow at NBC The Voice. They've got 2.1 million followers after today. They're going to have about 6 million <laughs> just kidding i wish we had that power uh mbc's the voice for music icons compete to find and transform america's inspiring voices into music's next phenomenon um got some great great judges on the show and some great artists like our friend who has just joined us from where uh or uh, well let me tell you his name first or do you want to guess <laughs> just kidding orlando mendez i'm full of stupid jokes today orlando mendez he's uh where are you are you in florida are you from in miami? miami yeah right here miami florida miami man i love miami I haven't been there in a while i gotta get back yeah got back uh, can we come out and hang out with the band if we do dr d and i he'll bring the hat yeah <laughs> oh absolutely absolutely with the get up like that dr d put right in <laughs> we'll get you guys on stage rock and roll uh-oh all right, man. So let me give you a little bit of background on you, and then we're going to dig into it, and you, we'll hear it straight from you. But second-generation American, uh, like so many out there, that is what makes our country great. His grandparents mm -hmm. immigrated from Cuba, Dr. D. I almost flew to Cuba one time by way of uh, the Grand Caymans, but then we'd have to come back through Canada, and I thought we'd get arrested, so I'd stopped. But I, I really want to go to Cuba. Have you been, Orlando? I've never been, never oh been, but I heard it's beautiful and um, heard a lot of good things. So you still have family there? I still have a lot of family there, uh, cousins, relatives, um, looking to make a trip one day, hopefully. Mm. Well, uh, again, I'm, I hate to keep inviting myself places, but if uh, you need a travel partner, let me just travel. Come along, <laughs> I'll carry your guitar. Oh, man, come come along for the journey. Always looking, always looking for a cool travel partner. Yeah, man, I'll be your, I'll be your, uh, I'll carry your guitar and whatever else you need. <laughs> your suitcase. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> How much with your music? Your, you know, it's um, described as country rock, right? And uh, Orlando. Uh, uh, he, Orlando has a band, Dr. D, Orlando Mendez band. So if you're you're at home in front of your, your computer on your phone, check it out. Uh, look him up and follow him and uh, check out the great music. But the question is, how much do you think about representing as a second generation American and your grandparents, uh, all they sacrificed? How much do you think about that um, as a musician and, and representing your culture on on a national platform and a beloved platform like the voice does oh, that i think about it constantly it, it constantly inspires me like you said my grandparents made so many sacrifices for me to be here today they ultimately made um you know huge huge sacrifices um stuff that put them so far out of their comfort zone so that i can be here trying to achieve my american dream today you know 
And that I think is, is my biggest driving force. I think about it all the time. And I think we should all pause, uh, as much as possible and think about those grandparents that had, have sacrificed because all of us have, you know, some, some they've come from other places. My yeah. grandfather from France and yeah, Italy absolutely. and, you know, and uh, Ireland and there's and Spain. There's so many, all of us have that. And yeah. um, tell us, let's talk about, let's honor your grandparents for a moment, if you don't yeah. mind. And can you tell us a story? Remind us the sacrifices that they had to go through so that Orlando is, is sitting here and, and on the voice and creating such beautiful music. Absolutely. So my grandparents on my father's side uh, lived in a big, big farm in Cuba, 360 something acres. I believe it was mm. of tobacco farm. They were growers and um, farmers and distributors and, um, man, when the Castro regime came and took over, pretty much they confiscated the farm, confiscated everything they had, their wealth, everything they had accumulated and said, this belongs to the government now wow. and took everything from them. And so they made the tough choice of, of leaving and they were only allowed to leave with the clothes they had on their back. And so, I mean, they they constantly told me stories about how wonderful it was over there pre pre Castro, how they had you know so much, how they lived this um, this great life, and then to have that ripped and stripped away from them, have to throw themselves pretty much to um, to the wind and and with just the clothes they had on their back and make a new life for themselves. That those are the sacrifices I'm talking about and why they mean so much to me. Mm-hmm. Why I constantly keep them in my memory and constantly um, tell their story. Did you ever, did they ever tell you their, their inspiration, their hope? Did they foresee their grandson? And, and I mean, was that motivation for them? Did they tell you like, we're, we, we're going to have children and grandchildren and they're going to have grandchildren. Can you imagine that, that foresight and that, that just sacrifice that unselfishness to say, we're, we're, you know, we're not doing this just for us. We're doing this for, for our, for generations of our family. And wow. Right. And that, and that was their motivation. That was uh, their biggest uh, motivation for leaving. They wanted their kids and their grandkids to be able to be in a free country to pursue whatever it is that they, whatever they had a passion for, uh, whatever would make a life for themselves. And um, without the possibility of that being stripped away, you know, with the freedoms that we enjoy, um, and that was their biggest vision. They did. They didn't do it so much for them. They did it for us. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. and that's why I um, why I love them and I honor, try to honor honor them as much as I can. It's beautiful. What are their names? So on my grand on my dad's side, my grandfather was Orlando. He was a. I'm a third. Oh wow! So you got my grandfather Orlando, my dad Orlando. I'm the third Orlando, and then uh, my grandmother's name is Marucha. Oh, that's a beautiful then, name. I like, I've never heard that. Marucha. And then my mom's side, my grandfather was Jose, which is my middle name, and her mom was Elvia. So your both your your mother and your father had parents that 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 like immigrated Cuba, yeah. here because of uh, and fled Cuba. Mm-hmm. And did they know each other, your parents, before they got here? Uh, my did pa- they meet so here? My mom was born in Miami. My dad was born in Puerto Rico. They met in college. Okay. Um, but actually, my mom's family has, you know, on the show, they kind of focus a little bit on my dad's side of the family because they were the cowboys. That's where I kind of 
Got my Cuban cowboy Cuban, thing. Cuban but my mom's cowboy, by the way, Doctor D. His nickname Cuban Cowboy. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> but my mom's side of the family. My grandfather was uh, came here to the United States and was actually in the military and uh, went to the University of Miami. Was the first um, Mendez with a college degree. So, mm, what a great wow. story! What a great. Uh, I mean, as as the grandson, the son. I would imagine the pride, I can feel your pride for your family and what they, they sacrificed and how you you carry that in a good way forward. How proud they must all be of you at this moment, huh? Super, <laughs> um, super proud. Was there music in the family at, at, at any point throughout the lineage or or was professionally or just just for love of music? My parents laugh and everyone laughs. There's not there's only one other person in my family who's musically inclined. And that's my uncle, um, who he, he actually, uh, recently passed away a couple months ago, but he was the only other, uh, person in the family who had musical talents. Everyone else, they can't keep pitch. Half of them can't <laughs> clap on beat. I mean, like we love music. We'll dance around like fools, but most of the time it, it's not sounding great. <laughs> so where did you pick it up and where did the love come from? And how did that, it's, it begins I mean, I, with you, right? So, and I'm sure you'll have children that are musicians. I would imagine, or, or family members from here. But you, man, that you, would <laughs> that would be a dream. You know, I grew up a, around a lot of music because my my family is a, a big a lover of music. You know, not a lot of musicians in the family, but music uh, appreciators for sure. Um, I grew up listening to my dad's music, which was a lot of '90s uh, grunge. Mm. and uh punk rock yeah um so i i grew up listening to uh you know nirvana green day uh creed like that was his thing uh so <laughs> i mean since i was a kid i just loved singing along to his his cds and jamming to him we'd go out on boat rides he'd play cds for hours and that's kind of where i found my love for for song uh tell me about your band that you the uh, orlando mendez band yeah, I formed my band about a year, a uh, year and a half ago. Um, it's me and three other guys who I consider brothers, man. We're just close, close as can be. The younger than me, I'm kind of the old man of the group, <laughs> which is <laughs> kind of crazy. All real young guys. And uh, we play all around South Florida, bringing country music to uh, an area that has just, it, there was a need, you know, there was a need for country music down here. And we've been so well received. Um, our fan base has been growing and, uh, we love playing down here. We love playing with each other and trying to take it to the next step. Yeah, and you mentioned your father in the grunge in the 90s. I, I, I know that era pretty well. Um, yeah. The uh, Where did you find country and the love for country? And then you kind of melded those I, a little too together. I didn't find bit. country music until a little later, until I was about in, in high school. Started listening to country music, and I was immediately captured by the lyrics. I was always a, a story guy. I yeah. would read lots of books wrote lots of poems. I was always a big story guy. And immediately the stories that the songs would tell that got me. And then obviously country melodies are undeniable, man. So um, I fell in love with it and listened to it ever since. And it's become my passion now to uh, I write country songs, sing country songs. It's my, my thing. If uh, so if we go see you in Florida or, or nationally, I'm sure here pretty soon touring, what, what can we expect from like, what's a, What's a gig like uh, watching the Orlando Mendez band? What do you guys like on stage? What's the what's the vibe? So our motto is welcome to the party. 
We would oh, say that oh. at the beginning of every show. Welcome to the party. The ener- you can expect energy. You can expect high uh, volume. You can expect some great songs to sing along to. And uh, we bring it every night, man. We just love to do what we do. We love each other. And um, I've heard a lot of people say it's tangible. You know, you can feel it. When you when you enter into a uh, Orlando Mendes band concert, nice. We got we got to go. I guess we got to go to Florida, Doctor D. I guess I'm so. telling you, there's no reason not to now. The, all the all the all the boxes have been checked. Yes, so let's go check out the Orlando Mendes band. Uh, tell us sure. about quickly if you could, um, or as long as you want. Take as long as you want. Uh, has our other guest arrived yet, Doctor? Mm-hmm. Are they in? I don't see them. Are they in here? They are coming. They're coming in the room. They're coming in. Um, we are about to be joined by uh, Devix. Oh my man, Devix is joining us now. Coming Devix, in. thanks, man. We're we're a little bit late here, but we're having such a great time talking with Orlando. Uh, we don't want to let him go. Um, <laughs> Orlando, you're you're the road to the voice. How did that happen? So long road began about a year ago. Um, I, w- I was I was an actor before I was a singer, so I would get a I, I would still get a bunch of casting calls, and that was one of us one of them that kept popping up the voice the voice audition for the voice. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well maybe. And then a friend of mine sent it to me directly. He's like, if you don't do this, you're stupid. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess I'm going to do it because I mean, with a, I don't want to be stupid. You know, He's coming at me like that. I, I don't want to be stupid, so I did it, man, on a whim. A year later, here we are. You know, on the show. Living the dream. I mean, it's it's incredible. I, uh, I, you know, one of my favorite parts about the voice. Not uh, you're a storyteller. I love that. I think that's what we all are. We're storytellers, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's how we communicate. Yeah. That's how we um, relate. What what whatever medium it may be, but to me, music is the most yeah. powerful. It's my favorite yeah. form of, mm. and and to me, the highest. I don't want to. Don't send me hate mail if you're a writer or you're a <laughs> filmmaker. <laughs> but to me, music is the most elevated, uh, the highest form of that storytelling, that communication, because it involves so many things that um, that uh, I mean that 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 um, really reach your heart right and your soul and 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 uh, yeah yeah are there particular stories you like to tell in your music oh man uh, i don't know some people say unfortunately i you know at times it's been unfortunate but i've been uh, i've had a couple heartbreaks in my life uh and those are the stories i really like to put into song i mean some people call me a sad dude because <laughs> i like to write sad songs and sad lyrics it's just kind of my thing uh, so yeah, some heartbreak songs for sure. I think that there. makes you and deep. Then, uh, who doesn't like a good drinking song? I like to write good drinking songs. <laughs> <laughs> There's the country in you, the oh, country yeah. coming in. Heck yeah. Um, is there country music in Cuba? Is there a form of that? Is it called country music, or is it called? I don't know if, it, know if it's called country music. Uh, there, you know, in Cuba, you you have the Cuban cowboys. They're guajitos. They work the, you know, like here we have uh, farmers and ranchers. And they do have a very particular style of music as well. Um, I've been trying to see how I can kind of play Ooh, with yeah. those influences in my music. And uh, it's still under construction, but hopefully I'll be able to oh. figure that out one day. Well, we're following you now, so we'll, like, we'll take us along in the journey. We'll enjoy that. Um, sure. Back to the storytelling real quickly and, and in regards to the voice. One of my favorite parts about the voice 
is telling the stories that where we're at now in the process of the voice where you guys are they're telling your story and then they're they're and then you're performing it and then meet you know getting a coach and 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 the rest but it's the journey and the story that i love the most about the voice personally um and then you know having some time with you here to to expand on your story a little bit for for the radio listeners and the podcast listeners out there to get to know you and follow you guys on the show uh the the without giving anything away can you give us a peek behind the curtain there of what that was like that journey you know your friend encouraged you to try out you did you made it but it's not easy to get on the voice i i've had friends uh every season that try out you know and there's what five thousand plus 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 people in each town and, and you know you got to get to the t- to the the attention to get there to the top you've got to have some talent but what was your what was that like for you was it intimidating was it uh, exciting all of the above like, yeah like i said it was a long journey it was rounds and rounds and rounds but you know what it felt like uh it felt like a like an honor like a blessing every round every round that i advanced you know that they would ask me for more and more and more i was like man this is this is what i love you know they're they're literally asking asking me to sing for them yeah, you know, seventy songs you sing, and I was like, I do this on a daily basis. Now I get to have people's eyes on it, and possibly at the end of this, a huge opportunity to be on The Voice. I was yeah. like, I thought it was great, you know, the whole the whole adventure. Your your coach, what do you most admire? Oh man, she's one of the biggest <laughs> stars in the world right now. I mean, she's Latin like me. She's come up from, um, you know, just a little town, you know. Miami, been a nobody, gone to school and been a number like me and then come all the way up to stardom, superstardom and paved her own way for her, herself, paved her own lane. And now she's one of the biggest stars in the world with songs that are blowing up, man. It's uh, there's so much to to admire about her and so much to learn. I can't wait. Mm, it's incredible. Well, we really we're, we're behind you, Orlando. We, we're uh, loving the music. We're loving the uh, the stories that you're telling. And uh, we're going to take a real quick break right now. And we're going to come back uh, and welcome to the show Devix. He's he's here. He's waiting. Uh, welcome, my friend. <laughs> you guys want to say anything to each other? You, uh, I, when you came on, Orlando said, "Oh, my man, my man." <laughs> you guys have a story, obviously. <laughs> Were you waiting oh, in line? Oh my dude, <laughs> we go way back now. <laughs> <laughs> Devix, how, how are you, brother? Doing very well. How are you, man? <laughs> Let me tell you, I stood off. I was I, I was watching uh, Tuesday's episode, and I stood up off my couch when Devix hit the stage. I was like, "Mom, mom, mom, wait till you see this guy." Wait till you see this guy. <laughs> and she was like, "Okay, okay." I was like, "No, no, wait till you see this. He sounds like John Legend." And I already knew what happened. You know, I had all the spoilers, <laughs> but she didn't. So I just watched right. her face the whole time. And Devic starts taking off on those crazy notes at the end with his, I mean, his incredible tone. Starts hitting those falsettos and those coaches start turning. My mom's face lights up. I was like, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's for real. I, I got to say for me, man, watching yours, I think the the stage presence, like, it was tenfold. Everything coming together right there on the stage all at once. Uh watching the grit in your, your, your stride and your performance, like the way that you're moving around, the way that you're addressing the crowd, essentially, uh, that blew my mind. I was like, that's, I mean, it's, it's, it's like aggressive, but welcoming, you know, like it's, it's very forefront, but it's <laughs> relaxing still, you know, it's like, hey, I'm, I'm, we're partying, we're doing this, you know? 
I appreciate you, Welcome brother. Welcome to the party. Me too. <laughs> I, Demix, that's a really great point. And I'm sorry, we're going to introduce you properly here in just a moment after the break. But sure. uh, thank you. And by the way, thanks for uh, joining us here early um, yeah. with Orlando. Uh, you bring up a great point, though, Demix. Do you guys learn from each other when you, I mean, this is a new experience for all of you. You're all at different levels in your careers and, and your experiences that you've had up to this point at The Voice, and then you're on The Voice, and now you're in front of the biggest music icons there are, um, and they, uh, you know, they're, they're listening to you, they're supporting you, they're giving you their feedback, but between the different artists that come together, backstage, on stage watching the performances do you guys learn from each other that's so interesting how you how you put that i think um i think there's like tons of potential and like learning opportunities not only from the coaches but definitely from watching each other um you know in reality <clears throat> we're we're learning from these people from a very verbal standpoint um and uh, you know, like you're hearing these compliments and, and the praise and, you know, they're talking about what you did on stage, how your tone was, how this was. And that yeah, it's a nice conversation to be had, but we're not technically watching them perform in the same right, setting. Right. So then we're watching, well, I mean, we didn't get to see each other actually do the performance, but you know, when you're watching these blind auditions and stuff, um, you're, you're, you're as another artist taking in, you know, oh, this is working for them. This is, something that's also working for them, but it's not up my alley or my lane. You know, I have a different song, a different genre, mm -hmm. uh, but you know, you kind of take bits and pieces of what they're doing or say, or, you know, how they're responding. Like I came into this interview for, for example, and I'm like, damn, Orlando, he holds himself well when he, when he's talking <laughs> about this stuff and like when he's in the interview process and that's you know, something I, I find that I need to remind myself of. So, well, you're doing I, really, really well yourself. I learned a whole <laughs> lot from the people from uh, the other talents out there, man. I learned. I'll be specific. Like my thing, I guess, is that gritty kind of tone. But I heard, learned so much from uh, the other the other contestants who had different styles tones. Like Devix has this beautiful buttery tone. Omar has these crazy mid and 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 high notes. And I was just like, I wanted to be around them and learn how they do these things. And so I tried to soak in as much as possible. I'm a little newer to this game. Uh, maybe haven't been singing professionally as long as uh, some of these other incredible contestants. So I was just wanted to soak in as much um, knowledge as I could. That's life, though, isn't that? I mean, the, vo the voice is, and for your industry, where you guys want to go, what you do, you know, what you love, what you wake up to do every day, which is make music um, and, and express your art form in your own way. Um, you know, that's the voice, though, in a way it's you bring it brings you together and it teaches you. Right. You've got these great coaches that not that they're not performing, like you say, David Devix, but they you know of them. You've seen them in a million. We've all seen them sure. in a million music videos. We've heard all their music, their hits and their albums. So you already have you come knowing them a little bit, but now you're going to get a one on one. But you also I, I would imagine, like you guys are saying here, uh, learn from each other. You learn from the interviews that you do, that the the press that you do, um, the performances that you give every single day. That's what's so great about life. That's so gr what's so great about the voice. And, um, and so great about having you guys here on today. Like I said, we're going to take a real co quick commercial break here. Stay as long as you want. Uh, I think you mentioned uh, um, we've got, let's see here, uh, today we got uh, Cello. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Uh, Sadie uh, is joining us. We've got Ian joining us still. 
Um, so we've got a lot of a lot of the artists that you guys are working with together, and I'm sure we're becoming fast friends here on the show today. This is our our kickoff of the new voice, and uh, so happy to have all of you on here with so many great great backgrounds and and stories to share with us, and uh, the music, most importantly, the music. Okay, here's where you can find and follow Orlando Mendez uh, on Spotify. And Instagram and Facebook, Orlando Mendez Band at Orlando J Mendez Music. Um, where is that? Is that in, that's not Instagram? That's Instagram. That yeah, you Instagram. can find okay. the band page is Orlando Mendez Band. Then you have Orlando J Mendez Music. That's my personal. Okay, and there's links on your Instagram to all of your your great social media sites. Uh, d- don't forget. Go to NBC's The Voice on Instagram. Follow them. Don't don't forget when you go and visit these these great musicians, these great artists, um, to to actually click follow or subscribe. Um, it they, they grow their fan base by the follows, the likes, and move up the algorithms. And so it's real important not to just listen to the music and love it, but but do them a little favor and click and like and follow. Thank you so much, everybody, for. Uh, listening and spending time with the six artists from The Voice, NBC's The Voice, season 22, Mondays, Tuesdays, 8, 7 central. Um, Communicate, listen more, and evolve. Have a great week, everybody.
This is comedian Maz Jobrani, and you are listening to The Jeremiah Show. Listen, man. Did you like our soundtrack? Find all of our soundtracks on Spotify. The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to Dr. D for making our voices come alive on the airwaves and to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. Be sure to check out our very own Richard Dugan, a.k.a. Dr. D, Peabody Award-nominated radio show. Tell me your story every Sunday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. 
Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at Jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and sound and engineer producer Richard Dr. D. Dugan and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. I'm a good man. This is Miles Copeland. Yeah, I just had the honor of speaking to the Jeremiah Show. Who would have believed that little old me would have the opportunity to speak on such a prestigious show? And they even talked about my book, Two Steps Forward, One Step Back, My Life in the Music Business. So it was a great pleasure to uh, be on that show, the Jeremiah Show. I love you. I love you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.